AI machine learning is fundamentally changing collaboration, and we see it inside of teams. Teams are very liquid. We need to keep up with the way our people like to work. It has truly made us more efficient. This is exactly what we've been waiting for. This is how we think the world of tomorrow will work. Welcome to Teams On Air, where we bring you the latest on modern collaboration and intelligent communications in Office 365. You're listening to a bonus episode of Teams On Air. Enterprise Connect has a 27-year history that brings together industry experts, analysts, and customers to talk about issues and trends in enterprise communication and collaboration. In anticipation of all the great speakers and experts at Enterprise Connect, we set up the Teams On Air podcast studio where I interviewed 17 guests that included colleagues, partners, and customers who innovate for Microsoft Teams and use the product on a daily basis. You don't want to miss any of these great conversations. Microsoft makes an annual investment of over $17 billion in research and development, and we bring that innovation and learnings from the research into products like Microsoft Teams so you can achieve more in whatever you do. Our hardware partners have expertise that range from audio and video to telephony, and we work with them to bring our intelligent communications vision to life. And I believe it's pretty magical. These episodes were recorded live on the Enterprise Connect show floor and cover a broad range of topics, including artificial intelligence, augmented reality, whiteboarding, mobility, modern meeting spaces, and their devices, personal audio devices, telephony, live streaming, modern administration, and all of our latest announcements. This will be a great way for you to catch up. Before we transition to these interviews, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever platform you listen to Teams on Air. This helps us know if we're delivering value to you as well as create new content that meets your needs. Remember, this is exclusive bonus content of the podcast. If you've liked what you heard, tell your colleagues and friends to subscribe. All right, let's get to the next interview. All right, we're here at another episode of Teams on Air, and today I've brought another guest to talk about sort of the advanced telephony capabilities that we're bringing into Teams. But before we do that, I want to introduce him. Hi, Eric. Hi, how are you? I brought Eric Bauer here. He's the VP of Unified Communications mm-hmm. at Audio Codes. Yep. Eric, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, again, my name is Eric Bauer. I run uh, a number of different things over at Audio Codes, including the Unified Communications Practice. And um, Audio Codes has been around. We just celebrated our 25th year. Um, We've been the company for about two and a half years now. Um, in unified communications for 15, and we really focus on you know the the, the connecting people right with uh, with communications, mm-hmm. and so that's really the kind of the back end stuff. Everything from what's required to connect to the public switch telephone network, all the way through to the actual devices used. In fact, the Microsoft Teams devices um, to actually make those calls. So really, everything kind of in between to make all these things work. Yeah, and you uh, thinking about telephony audio codes has been around for 25 years, yeah. but the telephony as a product, it's actually been out for a long time. You know, it's really interesting quite how long it's been out. I mean, it was pretty shocking. What was the date I think we found? 1876 was when that the was telephone. a couple years ago. Yeah, that was, uh, that, you know, to think about the fact that they started making calls in 1876. I yeah. mean, that's, that's, that's a long time. Yeah, it's pretty interesting that, you know, when I look at um, a lot of the research in terms of why people move away from their old phone system into more unified communications, IP-based technologies, yep. 
a lot of them, um, they, they, it's a rock-solid solution. It, it works. Is. It is. And uh, the only reason they're moving is that their repair guy has retired. <laughs> yes, they and can't they, find anybody to fix it. No, they can't <laughs> find anybody to fix these machines. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so that is one of the biggest tipping points yep. for them. To re the and it's fear. Their yeah. fear of, I, don't, I can't touch it. What do I do? I have to do something else because mm -hmm. I, I just don't know how to touch it anymore. And if my phone system goes down, I'm in trouble. Yeah, it's a, such an critical point. Um, and so, you know, that leads me to the question in terms of, like, what are sort of the innovations that have mm -hmm. happened over the last century and a half. I, I felt like, you know, it's been kind of slow, but yeah. it's, it hasn't been to the last 30 years or so that mm -hmm. we've been seeing innovations. What do you think are some of the major tipping points for that? You know, I think some of them have been, you know, the advent of the internet, right? If you think about, you know, there used to be very dedicated things for telephone, mm -hmm. right? You always knew that no matter what happened, telephone, the copper would always be there. Right. But I think one of those first tipping points was really the, the, the age of the internet and the ability to do things differently and really open up the access yeah. uh, that, that you could get and you could do things more creatively. So what did the internet open up? That opened up some of the, some uh, new uh, codecs and some new mm -hmm. languages in which we can communicate mm -hmm. over the internet, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It basically, it, it democratized access, right? It gave people access um, in areas where they weren't able to access before. Mm -hmm. And it really opened things up, like the PC being able to, to, to change how people communicate, right? Everybody having a PC versus, you know, people having to go in an office and just write on a piece of paper, right? Things that... I'm really not familiar with, right? Yeah. You know, we've always had that and local area networks really coming into play so that those PCs started to talk and then said, well, wait a second, if PCs can talk, can people talk over those PCs? Yeah. And that really starts to kind of move the ball forward um, from an innovation standpoint. Yeah, so that introduced voice over IP and yep. then pretty soon we had SIP uh, being yep. introduced. So, um, you know, I think also another major innovation that happened somewhere in that process is um, the introduction of mobile. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, talk to me a little bit how you think mobile has impacted telephony. You know, so I, I think mobile's provided a couple of really good things. First, again, it's, you know, going back from the days when it was a portable phone. I wouldn't say mobile. You had the briefcase and it was <laughs> That's right. definitely a portable, or a car phone where the phone stayed in the I've car. I've seen movies where that's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've never experienced it. Maybe in some used cars where they have the physical mobile phone. Um, but really what it's done is it, it's, you know, I, I distinctly remember there was companies that used to do commercials about their, their landline connectivity mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. if you dropped a pin, you could hear it, which was really cool. But mobile kind of said, you know, can we sacrifice a little bit of the quality for yeah. accessibility, yeah. right? And so people started to think about voice as something a little bit different. It wasn't where you sat. I mean, I remember as a kid pulling out the phone, having a really long cord going to another room so I had privacy, right? Now my kids, I mean, actually, they don't talk on the phone. They just text and, and, and Snapchat. But, um, but really going through and, and, and the quality wasn't required. You would say, hey, I can access this. I can do this while I'm driving. Yeah. And so I think it kind of opened up a new breed of allowing other technologies, where voice over IP wasn't perfect to start, but it allowed it to come into play because you didn't need that pin drop quality. Yeah, and so, you know, those two, you know, thinking about the local area network, the internet, and now mobile, now the next big wave is cloud computing, don't you think? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, cloud, we talk about it all the time, right? We look at how cloud communications or cloud can enable communications. Mm -hmm. It can give you scale that wasn't possible before. It can give you really advanced capabilities um, because you, you have this ability of, of compute power that you've never had in a single spot before. 
Yeah. One of the things that I like, I see, I love to see born in the cloud organizations, yeah. organizations who are starting today and they move everything in the cloud, even mm -hmm. their phone system. Yep. So, you know, they yep. don't have, a, you know, I, when I think of uh, telephones, I think of the telephony closet, you yeah. know, like in my old offices, I'd see this room that you can't go yeah, in it's there. It's do not touch. <laughs> yeah, basically. But they don't yep. have that anymore. They have internet no. access, they have mobile, mm -hmm. and they're using all those services in the cloud. They think of it differently, right? Yeah. Where before you said, okay, one of the things that I'd need to do when I open up my office is have a physical PBX, right? Mm -hmm. I have to have a physical piece of thing. But now everything is, they're used to that cloud delivery, and so why not deliver communications via the cloud? It's just one less thing to worry about, allowing them to really focus on their core business, which tends not to be making sure PBX is working. Right. So now that we have the power of cloud computing, mm -hmm. what can we expect to start to seeing around telephony? You know, I think one of the interesting things that, that I like to talk about is, Previously, you know, over the last 20, 30, 50 years, innovation was, was hardware driven, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I can fit more density, I can have more boards, I can have, but now we're innovating really at the speed of software. Yeah. And, and so, and that's a real approach that, that Microsoft takes is, hey, we're a software company, can we continue to innovate? And sometimes it makes people uncomfortable from the, the, the traditional PBX because it was, hey, boards take a while to do this, then they go end of life over three to five years, but it's really that really rapid innovation and if you sit back and look at what it has the power to do, it can be very transformative. Yeah, so you can start seeing things like security. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think you could start seeing the deployability and the manageability being yep. a lot easier, right? Yep. What do you think that they're doing, how do you think about them connecting their existing investments up into the cloud and leveraging cloud computing. So I think that's one of the things that we uh, that was really announced um, yesterday by Microsoft with this technology called direct routing, mm -hmm. which gives you that ability to really tie together the old with the new, right? And so you have this legacy capability because again, they, they tend to uh, amortize these things over time, they don't want to get rid of them, they're afraid, but they know they have to go somewhere in the future, right? Yeah. And so this direct routing capability really allows that gap and say, okay, I can do the old and I can do the new and I can take it at my own pace knowing where the future is. So how could our customers, our customers who have um, existing SIP trunk relationships mm -hmm. uh, leverage a device from audio codes um, to connect up to Microsoft Teams? Yep, so an audio code session border controller, which we affectionately term an SBC, I don't mm -hmm. want to use jargon because I tend to throw it around all the time because <laughs> I speak it every day. Yeah. But that really gives you that ability um, to leverage the direct routing technology that Microsoft has just announced to connect those existing PSTN, public switch telephone network connections, those SIP trunks, and say, hey, I've already got contracts with my carriers, I've got legacy technology. Mm -hmm. I want to connect because I want to use cloud-based voice, intelligent communications. It's really that SBC that allows you to have that magic happen. Now you guys have had a long relationship with Microsoft and yeah. able to deliver SBCs. Yep. Talk to me about how that relationship has evolved over time. Well, I think it started probably back in 2005, 2006 mm -hmm. with things called gateways. Yeah. Taking you know analog and transitioning to digital and mm -hmm. connecting things and TDM circuits and all these other really fun acronyms that all don't matter anymore. All the things that were hidden in the telephony closet? Absolutely, okay. that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> think of it is that do not touch box, that's what we were doing, yeah. right? And so we kind of started back then and then as the technology and as your technology changed, um, LCS, OCS, and all the other rebrands and the changes, we continued to innovate in that space all the way up through things like session border controllers and now even into intelligent devices themselves. So actually having a full portfolio of connectivity devices mm -hmm. down to the physical handsets. Now you have a session border control for Skype for Business, is that correct? Will that be able to connect to Microsoft Teams? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So using the new direct routing capability, um, the session border controller is optimized to connect with Microsoft Teams. That's great. So. 
Yeah, I definitely want to give customers that have had these devices in their solutions that they don't have to go out and get a new device right. that will continue to work and it gives yep. them a pathway Absolutely. To, to take advantage of some mm -hmm. of the new and modern mm -hmm. ways with Microsoft Teams. That's awesome. We like to call it future-proof, right? <laughs> what you have today is what you can work with tomorrow, right? You don't need to rebuy hardware because hardware gets expensive. Yeah. We want to do it with the software and do it with the technology. So what kind of innovations are you putting on top of a session border control that we can take advantage of? So there's there's things like media bypass, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and there's things like the ability to better control how routing is done, especially mm -hmm. when you have legacy environments. So taking it and basically using a technology or a concept called software-defined voice networking, mm -hmm. right? Which, if you think about it, you have a lot of things that can route. Well, if you can put intelligence at the software level, yeah. you don't need to always change out the hardware, yeah. right? And so we're adding these things on top of what has now become a common thing, a session border controller, but that innovation continues, and that innovation continues with you guys, so it's really, really hand-in-hand, hand, which is pretty important. So this makes the uh, media quality a lot better mm -hmm. just by putting this technology on top of it. Absolutely, you don't have to go in, you don't have to, something called hairpinning, you don't have to go up into the cloud, come back down, you can keep media locally, which means you don't have to worry about as much of the bandwidth constraints, and, and you have that local uh, uh, connection um, so that you use signaling in the cloud, mm -hmm. so it requires less bandwidth and less complexities. Well, I'm excited to, um, to see what you guys are doing with audio codes and your new SBC. Um, we've been celebrating Teams uh, this week as a one-year anniversary. I know, it's hard to believe, isn't it? So I'd love to share what's changed for you as you guys started um, thinking about Teams in you your know, organization. Yeah, absolutely. So from an organization standpoint, so I've actually been using it one since it was first available. So I think it's going to be two years in November, mm -hmm. right? And so this is the one year of the, of the public GA release. But, you know, we've switched. So we've pretty much eliminated email within our team, which is a real big thing. Because now I can go back. If I have a new hire start, they can go back and they can see everything that's happened. It's yeah. really, really exciting. The other thing too that, we, uh, that we've noticed is um, I was over traveling in Amsterdam and I was on uh, trying to make a call back to one of my team members and I was on um, Wi-Fi and was trying to use my cell phone's, you know, basically Wi-Fi calling. And I would call and it would drop and I would call and it would drop. And um, so we had a good idea. We said, hey, why don't we just use Teams, yeah. right, uh, to make that call? For the next 45 minutes, we carried on a conversation. And the last thing we thought about was the call quality, and we were able to work on business. So the, the, the back end of Teams that makes that possible, it's yeah. really been amazing. And it's really kind of changed. So now, even on my cell phone, if I'm calling internationally, I'm using the Teams app. I know it's going to work. Nice. Well, I'm yeah. glad that we can make that um, uh, effective for you. All right, well, before you go, the last question that I have to ha ask is that, you know, we consider off, uh, Microsoft Teams a hub for teamwork, and we love to see teams that are innovating, that have a sense of purpose, and so we just love to find out what teams are out there that are inspiring people. So if you could be on any team, it doesn't matter the shape, size, or function, which team would it be on? See, this is a really, so I thought a lot about this question, and I'm a big sports fanatic, so I would say the New York Mets, but I understand that that <laughs> may not be the team for <laughs> the hub for teamwork. So I really have to say my own team, right? The, the team that I've got at Audio Codes is really tremendous, both up and down, mm -hmm. right? Um, and it's a team that I absolutely love, and we've gone on this journey together. Some of them, not as you know, eager to jump on a new technology. Others, you know, we jump in both feet forward, but it's been a really exciting journey, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Do they at least play basketball? You know, <laughs> we talk baseball. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Well, Eric, this has been so much fun. It was great meeting you and uh, talking to you about audio codes and what you're going to do with direct routing. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks. All right. This concludes this episode of Teams on Air.